Hello, everybody, and tonight, welcome to the absolute return of Faxman's Musings, the everything podcast guaranteed to make you smile. Now, I realize, ladies and gentlemen, that um, Halloween was a week ago, but with the move to Florida and everything, um, and all the personal stuff that's been going on, I just, uh, I'm a little late on the uptake, and I think that the story that I'm going to tell you tonight is very, very, very cool, and um, yeah, um, I hope you enjoy it. Um, so, welcome to the spooky season premiere of Faxman's Musings. Anyways, with that being said, um, for those who know me, you know that I have always, to a certain extent, been a skeptic for ghosts. I've never actually really uh, believed in them until uh, until around like 2009, and this is the story. There's a legend that says that in Virginia there was a set of train tracks where a school bus full of kids got run through, and none of them survived. And the continuation to the legend, basically, is that if you go to these same train tracks around 3 a.m., you will be able to, like, you, you, you basically, you have to set your car on the train tracks. And once you do, the spirits of those children that got ran through uh, by the train will come through and try to save you. And take you off of the train tracks. My older sister and I, uh, we went to these train tracks with a a couple of other friends. Because we wanted to test this theory out. This was, we we were in an old, we were in an old Volvo that my sister used to have. And we decided, you know what, the one way to really test this is to see if we can see fingerprints. So we put talcum powder on the back of the car. That way we could, uh, we could see the fingerprints. And so around 3 a.m. we drove to the train tracks and we set the car on those train tracks. We sat there and sat there and sat there. Maybe an hour or two passed by and we thought, okay, if anything was going to happen, it would have already happened already. So we left. We drove a little ways, and we got out of the car to check. We went around to the back, and it turns out there were tiny little fingerprints in the powder. I had a flip phone at the time, and that flip phone has since passed, so I don't have the picture, even though I wish I did. But all of us in our party, we actually checked our fingerprints to make sure that... Um, Our fingers were too big. And yeah, they were all too big. To this day, I do believe in ghosts. Um, So um, I guess uh, the next thing I will ask is my first questionation. So do you believe in ghosts? And if you do, tell me the story. Tell me why you do. Because 
not only are we looking for a chance to really um, hear cool stories, but we also want to have a stimulating debate about the subject. So, that having been said, that having been said, I've heard of a bunch of different kinds of stories of people talking about um, of, of people talking about mysterious things happening. And I remember watching an episode of Beyond Belief Factor Fiction, and there was a story that was very true that resonated with me. So this uh, supposedly happened in like the mid to late 1990s, and there was this older lady who um, was being moved into a house by her grandson. And... um, so um, the grandson and the grandmother are looking at different kinds of like home security things to try to keep the place safe. They come across this. Uh, they come across this uh, uh, company called the EverSafe Lock EverSafe Lock Company, and they basically say, you know, um, um, if you're in danger. You will be forever safe. Later that uh, later that week, a uh, a burglar comes in trying to get into the house. After shortly after, <sighs> shortly after the lock company um, puts in puts in the lock, and um. The grandmother, they, the, so the, the burglar disguises himself as a delivery guy, and he's trying to get into the. The grandmother's trying to let him into the house, but she can't. She tries and tries and tries and tries and tries, but she can't figure it out. So she says to the delivery guy, "Why don't you just leave the package at the front door?" And the the uh, delivery guy slash burglar says. Uh, you know, uh, you know, that's okay. Um, and, um, he, he leaves because he can't get into the house. Well, later that day, her grandson comes by. Actually, you know, before that, well, so she does, she does get a visit from her church's pastor. And that's very interesting because she is able to let him in just fine. But uh, uh, after that, her grandson comes by. And, of course, him being her grandson, you know, he's usually able to get in every time. But this time, what the grandmother doesn't know is that he's being held at gunpoint. And he's, tr- and, uh, he's trying to get money from – he's trying to get money to pay off a loan shark. Well, the grandmother tries and tries and tries can't get the door open and eventually the police come down and uh, resolve the situation but what's very interesting is that it seemed as though the lock was sentient and new was sentient and new um, that the grandmother was in danger so that's always interesting
Hey, what's up? And, um, so yeah. Um, it's all good. You're okay. Um, but, um, I'm thinking of some more spooky stories to tell. I remember telling, I, so you guys, you guys, I already told you the one about the, uh, about the, uh, the spooky fingerprints. Um, oh, uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you one that, um, a former, a former, uh, pa- a, pa- a pastor's wife at a, at a, at a church of mine. Mm. Hi, Bogus. So, um, um, you want to go talk to daddy? Go ahead. Go ahead, talk to him. It's okay. So, um, a former, um, former, uh, pastor uh, of mine, uh, from a church I grew up in, in Virginia, uh, his wife had, uh, gone to the store one day and she had sworn that when she was there, she saw an angel. Um, she had, um, given, she was, was leaving the store and had given money to someone, had given money to a person who had seemed like they were homeless and... When she did, um, the guy, the homeless guy, walked with her to her car, and I then love I love you too, Adam. Say hi to everybody, Adam. Hi. Um, that's my nephew. He's adorable. I know. Um, so, anyways, um, when she turned around to try to talk to the guy again, he was he was gone, and she asked people to go nearby, and there was nobody there. Mommy wants you babies. So yeah, um, yeah. My my former pastor's wife had sworn she had seen an angel at the grocery store. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, if uh, I guess questionation number two. If any of you guys believe you have seen um, angels or anything, you know, mysterious. Uh, Put it in the comments. Uh, talk to me. I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to get your opinions. Um, I can tell you that, uh, um, in terms of the spirit of Halloween, there were things that we used to do as kids that could be could be seen as scary. Uh, they were more fun than scary. Um, when we when we when we were kids in in Rutgersville, we used to go to this thing called the Scaremare. And it was an event that was uh, done by the United Christian Academy. And it was great because um, it sort of kind of showed, showed what it was like for you if, uh, if you uh, didn't go to heaven. It was just kind of interesting. But it was the way they did it because they sort of put a visual behind it. Then there, uh, there was this... Uh, uh, there, there was this event that we would go to over at Clayton Homes. Clayton Homes was a a, a trailer development community down in Rutgersville, and um, they used to they used to do a haunted house over at the Clayton Homes. And those were always interesting because you had people who would like grab your legs and things like that. Normally, I would have been freaked because you know haunted house is crazy, you know. But anyways, I remember this this one time during Halloween. Maybe this is more dev- devolving into more of a Halloween memories episode. I don't know. 
excuse me. Um, but I remember I was waiting in line to get into the Clayton Holmes. And by the way, if you made it through, they give you like a coloring book. It was kind of cool. Um, but that being said, uh, basically what would happen is, uh, what happened was a person grabbed my leg and it scared the crap out of me. But instead of sort of jumping and running, I accidentally stomped on the person's hand. And I was like, yeah, you scared me. <laughs> but you got your hand stomped in the process. So that's not always fun. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, not always fun for them. Um, you know, I think that always happen. Um, uh, one thing, I, another thing, always thing I always remember about Halloween. Um, Lake Saponi was an amazing neighborhood to live in when I was growing up. And I had so many great memories there. And one, and, uh, one memory that I have was a neighbor we had across the street. Her name was Teresa. And one of the things that she would do, which was always so, 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 so cool, was she would, um, not only would she give out candy, which, yay, I mean, like, the embryonic stages of my love for Reese's Cups, um, she would also have a popcorn machine, like, she'd have an extension cord that would reach from her porch, and she would have popcorn, so she'd hand out popcorn to all the kids along with the candy, and it was just so, 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 so cool. Um, questionation number three, tell me some of your best Halloween memories, because those are the kind of things that I love to hear about. Uh, I'm not going to make it too long of an episode. I just wanted to make it more laid back, especially for a season premiere. You know, don't get, like, I, I moved into Florida, so things are going to be great. These videos are going to be coming fast, and it's going to be great, and I don't mean Tony the Tiger style. Um, I guess a uh, shout-out to, uh, you know, a uh, shout-out to the uh, the uh, city of Crawfordville for uh, just, and, and, and this, this well, I guess shout-out to my neighborhood, Pueblo Trail. You know, they've been so hospitable to me. They've been so loving. And um, I'm so grateful to be here. I'm so grateful to just be able to get to know everyone. And especially when you go into a new place, you don't know how things are going to be. But I've met a lot of good people, and I wouldn't trade that for anything in the world. Uh, there will be more videos in the future, and more, pod more episodes in the future. But um, until such time that that does happen, uh, never fear. The Facts Man is here. Thank you, and have a great night.